Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This is Tom McNally with one foot still planted in March 2017. Our televisions are watching us starve, but Tom Hardy does nothing. We're having fun making the Saga of the European King in March 2017. Right now we're working on a cowgirl-based side story that's going to blow everything apart, and we just got some new microphones so we don't have to dart in and out of the recording nook between lines. By subscribing to our Patreon, you can help us continue to make improvements like these and receive great rewards. It will feel good. Go to patreon.com slash saga of the European King to subscribe. And now I present the latest chapter in our saga in which an unpopular person makes off with the most important thing. The Saga of the European King, Chapter 26. The rubble of our dreams is also the rubble of our house. Let's go back to the chillinous plains up there in the Arctic Circle. Mechanicus and General Magnificent had done a time jump to avoid the destruction of Castle Magnificent by a thousand angry gods. Even though they were good friends and lived together, Mechanicus had never time jumped with General Magnificent to anywhere before. Keep in mind that this story happened in the medieval epoch, when there was still a serious stigma attached to any kind of time travel, so Mechanicus might have made the bravest action of any in the story so far. Oh! <laughs> Sorry about the fall, General. Looks like there wasn't enough left of the castle for a soft landing. What's going on? Where are the Godzillas? Did Budgie come back from the dead and scare them off? Uh, we left them in the past, sir. Uh, he uh, contacted my time travel satellite station that sits in geosynchronous orbit and instructed her to move us to a safer place in the continuum. So we lost. Don't feel bad, General. It was a challenge that we were worthy of, and, and look around you, there there are no gods left. A Godzilla is a very unstable form for a little god to take on. They probably all discharged briefly after we disappeared. What ignomy. I've been the perfect picture of a fool. My guardian fortress, the most vital instrument in the campaign against winter, the reservoir of Europe's strength. Reduced to rubble and an old man who couldn't keep it together. <laughs> You're being too hard on yourself, General. You've got a lot of great campaigns coming up, don't you worry. There are birds roosting in those ruins, Mechanicus. Birds. <laughs> oh, the days of the bird wars are long behind us. By this point, birds are considered honorary, if not equal, citizens of Europe, and in fact, of many nations where they have settled. I don't like it. I don't like birds and I don't like this. It, it, it's going to be fine, to my knowledge. Are we going to rebuild the castle? Castle Magnificent will rise again. <laughs> we'll recruit a new engineering corps, a new army that works. I'll have my station shun us over to Brussels and we'll print us up some recruitment pamphlets. Will everyone remember me for being a failure? <laughs> General! Oh, come on, to think, uh... Huh. What? What is it? 
Oh, 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 um, oh, it's, it's nothing. I'm just not getting any signal. Uh, but you should relax. Uh, you know, opinion of you will wax and wane uh, with the academic fashion cycle, but uh, it will describe a, a generally positive trend. Well, that's probably the best anyone can hope for. This tender moment of bonding between very different people was broken when two powerful great herons flew by. They were carrying Terrathor, and Terrathor was awful. Ah! Ugh, Terrathor. What, what did he say? Uh, excuse me? I said silence! William, come down here if you're going to talk to us. Honestly. Yeah, I am coming down. Kneel before me as I descend upon you. Don't be disgusted. Make it quick. <sighs> your little hideaway. I just knew you two had to be getting up to something cute somewhere. So it was you who riled up the gods, was it? <laughs> well done. Very clever. Get a job, Terrathor. No, no. I, I, I haven't messed around with gods for years. That's kid stuff, General. Don't blame me for getting your castle knocked down. Um, Terrathor, just one question, if I may. How did you know to find us here at this precise spot where we are now. <laughs> Mechanic guess. I think it's time I came clean. I've had my eye on you for a long time, and I was so upset when you went away. I dabbled in a bit of time travel when I was a younger man, but with so few time travelers on the market, so to speak, I had to contend myself with stories and stragglers and Scrabs, really, just General, scrubs. we have to move. Computer, levitate too. So when my planet-wide Mechanicus time jump detection system told me a funny little thing a few years ago, I honestly had no <laughs> choice but to... But... Where'd he go? He's just... He's just crumbled to ash. Uh, it's one of his robot doubles. It must have self-destructed. General, it is absolutely vital that you'd come I with me... I Terrathor for having the hots for you, Mechanicus. The king, of course, I mean... That's just subtext, but what could you see? General, Terrathor detected our time jump. He discovered my station at L.2 and somehow compromised it. He has used it to travel through time, and he left a decoy with which to taunt us. Oh, that man. Let's retreat into the forest and dig for magnetic ore. When he reappears with shiny new cybernetic parts, we'll show him a taste of his own medicine, won't we? Uh, uh, this isn't like the last time he traveled through time. That was under very limited circumstances, uh, but, uh, he could now be at any point in time or space. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, um, you don't, uh... Hmm. No. Hmm. Did he say he detected you a few years ago? How far into the future are we right now? I mean, these ruins look quite... I mean, the vegetation very mossy. Uh, there are trees, Mechanic. There are trees in the ruins. Well, I figured that's... Since we were jumping ahead anyway, I might as well avoid the whole Civil War period, because it's just too touristy. You end up stuck behind a school trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, on reflection, that 
might have been a miscalculation. I could have taken us somewhere a little more. <laughs> General, are you gonna get that? Very well, yes. I'll deal with this decisively. <clears throat> Listen here. I told you to stop calling this number and to add me to the no call list. I know you have those. Hello? Hello? General, it's me. I'm the king of oh, Europe. Oh, 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 good Christ. Oh, God. Oh, your, your highness. Your highness. Ah, ah, how, how are you? How, how are you doing? How? Oh, no. Oh, man, I have had the worst night. Oh. The, the, the worst night. Just the worst night. Just, uh, just the worst. Ha has he had a bad night? Oh, 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 the worst, he says. Yes, we're at that part of the story where everyone is having the worst night. How is your night going? I hope you got home safe and you've got a quiche or something in the fridge. You know, something nutritious, but nothing too high preparation, you know? If you can, and if it's not too late, you should give your mother a call. She wants to be sure that your night hasn't been the worst too. It actually hurts her to think of you having the worst night, and she misses you. Although the king's mother, Father Figaro, was living in luxury on the Smith expedition, every single night at some point he felt a ferocious pang of worry and had to go down to his cabin with a hot water bottle and an extra blanket and just worry it out for the whole evening, like this. Oh, I hope the king's all right. Oh, I miss him. Oh, no. See? And that's the end of chapter 26. The Saga of the European King was performed by Amy Sutton, Joshua Crisp and Tom McNally. It was written and produced by Tom McNally and made grateful use of the freesound.org community for its sound effects. The online description of this chapter has an exhaustive list of sound effects credits. Nikolai Ruas composed the theme tune and the musical Stings. Terathor's theme was composed by John Bartman. If you enjoy our show, you can rate, review, or subscribe on iTunes, like our page on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud, or become our patron on Patreon. This will make us grow to the size of a building, and then only the teens will be able to stop us. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E dot com. Mm -hmm.